Fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Good afternoon, this is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. It's December the 22nd, around 4 o'clock on Friday. Everybody's getting ready for Christmas, I think, and uh, looking for some uh, Christmas miracles like uh, that are, in some cases, uh, first world problems here. Uh, This program is intended to share knowledge and information based on my research and experience. It's not intended to offer individual advice and does not replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified health care provider. Your daily choices have more to do with your health than anyone in the health care field. Hopefully, uh, this will help you become empowered uh, with knowledge so that you can take a proactive approach to your health. Uh, just on a quick note, there seems to be a lot of sickness out there, viruses. Uh, remember, there are a lot of things that you can do to um, maybe uh, shorten uh, those situations. I think early early treatment is uh, helpful, uh, and a lot of these things are really not expensive, don't require a prescription. Uh, just a couple of things that come to mind is uh, iodine nose spray or, or colloidal silver nose spray if you feel like you're, you're getting sick. Certainly uh, some type of uh, nasal rinse could be helpful. You can buy uh, inexpensive povidone iodine uh, over the counter, puts a few drops in water, it's a gargle. You can also use salt water, uh, lots of vitamin C. So there, there are a lot of things to, uh, that would maybe uh, give you some help there. And remember that uh, in most cases, the fever is your friend. Uh, so uh, I've, I've been reminded a couple of times that uh, you know we create illness uh, in in many ways. Uh, part of the this program is going to be about digestion and related to prescription interventions and how that can uh, cause some pretty serious long term effects. Uh, that does, uh, in in many cases, uh, fall under the category of man made diseases. I uh, have had been reading this this book, and I would highly recommend it. Uh, it's called uh, Crooked, uh, Man-Made Disease Explained. And it, uh, it it has a picture of a child with a the mouth is crooked on there, and it talks about all kinds of things. It's a, a, a good, good book uh, written uh, by uh, Moretti, M-A-R-E-D-Y, and you can find that on... Uh, the website uh, just by I'm sure looking up uh, crooked man-made diseases explained but it it reminds me sometimes how we in in the treatment of uh, illness or or some type of maladies that that we we look at one thing you know without understanding the background and the complexity so you have indigestion you take an antacid or you go to the doctor and you get a prescription for it. You know, last week we talked about um, the use of uh, uh, N-acetylcysteine and glycine 
in, in lieu of glutathione. You know, there's some uh, interventions with glutathione for people that are chronically ill. Uh, I think they're kind of like uh, medical heroics in some case. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we focus on one thing that seems to be important, and we want to increase that in the body without realizing the, the underlying mechanisms for one thing. And that if you push one thing too much, you throw off the balance of the entire system. So it's, it's something to keep in mind, and, and there's, there's many, many, many examples of this. Yeah, and one of the things that, that drives me, I think, is uh, I'm, I'm driven to try to understand, and I think sometimes we don't look deeply enough uh, in, in thinking that the body is mechanistic. It's, it's not like that. It's, there's a lot of complexity there. So when you do one thing, you, you, you offset the whole equation. You, you change the equation. And, and that could be, could include a lot of things. So in, in the area of indigestion, as an example, um, we don't think about what are we doing wrong? How could we improve this? Why do I have indigestion? Uh, you know, there's many reasons for that. We, we eat too, too quickly. One of our listeners uh, called in and mentioned about uh, the, the number of times you should be chewing your food in a relaxing area and not, you know, not diluting your, your food with a lot of uh, ice-cold drinks and a lot of fluid. The over-the-counter um, and prescription uh, business for antacids is about $13 billion a year. <laughs> it's estimated that more than 15% of the population are on antacids like that including uh, Nexium, Dexalant, Prilosec, uh, um, Prevacid, Protonics. So we have all these drugs by prescription and over-the-counter. And one of the, the um, this article that I found was talking about the long-term use of these medications ca can cause osteoporosis. Uh, there's a mechanism for that because one of the things you're not able to liberate minerals from protein if you don't have acid uh, in your stomach. So y y there are a lot of things that impact this, but, you know, the result is, with severe osteoporosis is breaking a hip or, or other bones, uh, not, not a good situation. Uh, so uh, the other thing, drugs that can cause that or contribute to it would be steroids. Uh, uh, so that would be another thing because it, you're, you're uh, with cortisol, steroids uh, equate with cortisol. You, you know them as prednisone, uh, perhaps. And, and what that does, uh, it, you, you're losing bone, basically, or, or calcium in that situation. So these drugs really were only intended to be used for no more than 14 days. Uh, in a row with up to only three times <clears throat> in a single use in a year. Um, so the problem with that is once people get on it, about 60% of the users stay on it for more than a year. And when you do that, you have about three and a half times greater 
uh, chance of uh, bone fractures. So one of the ways they uh, they cause calcium uh, or cause osteoporosis, uh, you know, like I said, they can't you can't liberate uh, minerals from from protein. It actually inhibits calcium absorption. Uh, it dysregulates bone absorption or, or reabsorption. So there's a there's a dynamic process of bone that is is both growing and being broken down at the same time. And, and this is why some of the, the medications that they're used to treat it, it's basically like layering over things for uh, on the bone. And the bone density improves, but it's a really brittle uh, bone. So that's, uh, looks like we're coming up on a break. Uh, so, you know, that that's not a good thing. There's all kinds of uh, other pieces with this, uh, microbes with the gut etc. So uh, we'll be back shortly. We're going to take a break and uh, stay tuned. Welcome back to Health Talk. This is Fred Lowry. I'm here with producer Joe Berg. We're talking about uh, uh, proton pump inhibitors and acids uh, related to health and disease. Uh, other health risks associated with these medications uh, relate to impaired uh, B12 absorption, uh, which uh, we've talked about B12 in, in the past and occasionally, and uh, that comes with elevated homocysteine, which increases the risk of factors, and it's also a cardiovascular health uh, factor as well. Uh, also includes uh, kidney disease, uh, intestinal infections, uh, you've heard of C. diff, uh, clostridium difficile. You know, one of the things that the stomach does mechanistically is with the acid, it's a barrier for things uh, below the stomach, and also uh, is, is probably uh, a, uh, a an intervention to things that you eat that you shouldn't be eating. You know, which could maybe include uh, some type of uh, bacteria, et cetera, because the acid may neutralize that. Uh, so then you can also have the, the risk of uh, stomach cas uh, cancer, uh, the heart disease. Uh, Higher risk of knee replacement, that's interesting. And then uh, dementia and, and Alzheimer's disease. Uh, you know, one of the things that happens is you, if you're not breaking down protein, you're not able to make the neurotransmitters, brain chemicals, and that could be the connection with that. So there are things, uh, obviously, that you, you can do uh, and, and to deal with this. And I'll, I'll tell you one of the... The biggest offenders, I think, for indigestion, uh, not only uh, poor eating habits, but food allergies. And uh, commonly, the most common would be uh, dairy and wheat. So that's a big one for a lot of people because when you when I'm talking to them in a consultation, uh, you know, ask them how do they feel about giving up wheat or giving up dairy, and they go, well, well what will I eat? There's plenty of things to eat. There's there's real food. 
uh, things that aren't processed. So this goes into looking, you know, well, what's what's the reason? Uh, so, you know, there's so many reasons, and uh, it has to be sometimes individualized. But if you, you know, if you're on an antibiotic for any period of time, then you're you're breaking, you're killing the good bacteria in the gut, which is a very very complex system. So there's a there's a lot to that. There's uh, there are, are bacteria that help the body digest food. Uh, Soil-based bacteria is, a, is an example of that. So if you eat uh, food from the garden, there's bacteria on that food. It actually helps you digest that food. So uh, in the grocery store, we we have food. A lot of times it's irradiated. You know, the idea is to, to, to decrease any kind of bacterial load. There's other ways to uh, cleanse vegetables, uh, but, you know, we... You don't want them to break down before somebody buys them. So uh, that's an issue. <clears throat> if you uh, go through the typical uh, uh, drive-through <clears throat> and you get a big drink that has uh, a lot of ice in it, uh, it's cold, that, that slows down digestion. So ideally you want to drink your water outside of your meal. You want to drink as little fluid during your meal as possible, and that concentrates the ability to digest that food. You know, your, your food shouldn't stay in your stomach for hours later. And I will tell you, there are things that uh, everybody knows if they eat them, they, they get indigestion. So one of mine would be the, the, uh, the, cheese, the, the uh, Christmas cheese straws, you know. I cannot eat those without getting indigestion. But in some cases, stuff like that is so good, you're willing to take the risk, right? Joe, you got a comment there. I, I do. Uh, is it also better to drink uh, water at room temperature? I've heard that before, but I, I, just like not yeah. from any real source. Well, you know, I, I do that myself. Um, After you leave it outside, right? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm still putting my, my water in my jar <laughs> and putting it outside in the sun and letting the sun energize that water. I, I promise you it tastes better. It's better for you. Uh, but now I can't leave it out 24 hours because we're getting into freezing temperatures. So I put it out in the morning and bring it in at night unless it's, uh, you know, going to be, uh, it's not going to freeze. And then in the morning, it, it, it is cool, but I'm not drinking that with a meal. I'm just drinking that outside a meal. So, we, you know, I, I tell you, a lot of people that just love ice, one of the things you may want to key in on that is that you, you might have a lot of inflammation in your body. You know, you have a desire for the cold. And uh, people with gut issues sometimes are, they have their gut's inflamed and ice, ice water feels better. That's that's just an idea. So, uh, there there that that's a factor, you know. Eating in a uh, relaxed environment, you know. If sometimes if if I years ago we used to just work through lunch and you've just taken a bite here and there, you know that wasn't that's not a, a proper way to eat. If you're emotionally upset about something, don't eat. You're not going to digest your food properly. So it, 
it there there there's as you see there's there's a lot going on but uh fundamentals uh chew your food a lot yeah chew it a lot you know uh, and, and you, you know you forget like the the smell of food starts <clears throat> actually starts the digestive process you know you start to salivate that's where uh, enzymes start to break down food and chewing it reducing that particle size has has a, a big impact on that so that's that's the the first thing you know of course we're going to try to eliminate problematic foods and you know staying with real food uh you know not things in a box you know a lot of people have trouble doing that I, I you know i don't i really don't have um i don't think i eat any processed food you know it's all you know basic vegetables fruits uh real meat not uh not uh food that's uh that's been processed uh, you know uh you know in, in terms of meats no lunch meats as an example so um you know one of the things that uh as, as you you start this process and trying not to uh, wolf down your food in a hurry, um, then you you will start digesting better. But for those that are taking antacids, uh, it it's sometimes very difficult to get off of those, and, and people get rebound uh, with with those those products. So sometimes you have to. Uh, you know, decrease the dose, take it every other day. And, and by the way, if you have indigestion and you're just taking one of these proton pump inhibitors uh, intermittently, that's not the way to do it. You know, the the best way to maybe negate on an occasional basis serious acid indigestion is just some baking soda and water. You know, it's a great buffer. So um, as we... Uh, we think about that the other thing that you can do is you can take digestive enzymes there are products out there Optizyme by natural creations is a good product that i like uh it's particularly good for people that have uh gallbladder issues or maybe don't have a gallbladder because it has ox bile in it so the ox bile is close to the type of bile that humans have and now it helps break down fats uh, so that they can be digested. If you if you think about all this, you know it, it it sounds complex, and it's a lot more complex probably than I'm explaining. But it, you know it it there's, it's just fundamentals. And, and and so when you start with this, your health depends on the foods you eat. And your ability to digest them, absorb nutrients, and eliminate waste—that's pretty much it. You know, most all chronic diseases have a foundation in digestion and gut health. Aging, you know, skin condition. You know, if you're if you have uh, you know, rosacea, or if you have pimples, or if you have a uh, complexion that's uneven. That's most of that's gut related. It's all the same histologically. The all same tissue is is epithelial tissue, and and that's uh, 
what's in your mouth and your gut, you know, on your face. It's all connected, literally. So, um, you know, heavy exercise after a meal, not a good idea. You want the blood flow to go to digestion. Uh, we used to, after eating a meal, uh, we used to used to swim on the swim team, and you know, the idea was you didn't get in the water for 30 minutes, and you know, after after a meal. Uh, probably good advice. So, uh, one of the things, and we're coming up on a break here, to uh, to to just to give you an example of the complexity. If I can get through this, of uh, of this, a- actually, uh, I'm I'm not going. I don't think I'm going to tackle this. I got 30 seconds, so because it's because it's important and, and it, that illustrates uh, how one thing. Uh, sets off another thing and sets everything out of balance. We'll be back shortly with Health Talk. Welcome back. This is Fred Lowry. This, This is Health Talk. Lowry Drug on Hartness Road was established in 1959. We are a traditional family pharmacy with a state-of-the-art compounding laboratory. We have a full line of medical equipment, supplies, including CPAP, oxygen, scooters, wheelchairs. We also have an excellent line of supplements, nutritionals, herbs, essential oils, homeopathics, and more. Come see us. By the way, um, I mentioned homeopathics. There are some really excellent homeopathics that are helpful uh, with uh, flu or cold-like symptoms. Uh, we do have one by Natural Creations called Flu HP. Uh, we have a number of those combination products. Uh, we have, uh, of course, have Boron and Highlands, which is great for kids. Uh, so uh, these, uh, these products have uh, very good success, particularly with children. Uh, they're uh, they're almost miracles sometimes. It, it's, it's kind of amazing. And I don't think you can attribute uh, the uh, action of those to the placebo effect with with the child. So uh, we're talking about antacids. Now, one of the things that in, in not having a full understanding, and you know, we're, just, we're just in this information age at this point in time. There's just more and more stuff. And the more you find, the more you figure out how much you don't know. Uh, There's a a hormone that helps assist gastric acid secretion. It's called gastrin. And it it can become elevated in some conditions. Part of the reason for that is because of these antacids. So one of the side effects of taking these antacids is uh, something called hypergastrinemia, so too much of this hormone to make, uh, to make acid. So the body wants to make the acid. You know, we're, we're intervening with the, the proton pump inhibitor saying don't do it, but the body says, you know, you kind of need this. And uh, so uh, some of the syndromes associated with this uh, can create a uh, tumors, including a neuroendocrine tumor. You know, the gut is related 
closely uh, to brain function, and, and it's even called the second brain. There, I think there was a book about that I read years ago. And so uh, the gut can actually operate independent of, of the brain in people that have emotions and, uh, you know, children in particular, you know, when they get upset or they don't want to go to school, what happens? They have a bellyache. You know, if you, uh, some people, if they get really upset, they, they get diarrhea, you know, uh, there, it, it's just fascinating all the, the connectivity of this, but, um, Hyper secretion of this this hormone can create tumors uh, located in the pancreas, uh, in the uh, the diem. Uh, there, you know, there's all all kinds of things. So, I, I hope you're getting an appreciation for how detrimental these things can be. You know, and and how we create diseases with medical treatments in some cases in a, in a long-term sense, and you wouldn't even connect it the two as to, to being the reason. So, you know, this, this particular medication, in my mind, there's a couple of them uh, prescription-wise. You know, long-term use is just really a, a, a bad idea. Um, so there are other things, and I, I just want to say too, I'm, you know, there's there's so many pieces to this uh, puzzle. I can't possibly cover them all in in this program because there's there's a lot of other factors. There could be uh, hiatal hernia uh, that relates to that, the heartburn. Uh, Helobacter had been identified as a as the cause of peptic ulcers, and uh, that's probably not the case uh, it could be a cause but helobacter is a uh, is a bacteria that uh, is uh, comfortable in the environment uh, in an alkaline or basic environment so when you take away the acid in the stomach then you know the, these microbes migrate to places that they are comfortable in that they can survive and so that that's an, another piece of that and Joe you remember we you looked up the, the study I mentioned, I couldn't remember where it came from, but where they used uh, uh, cabbage juice to treat peptic ulcers. It was, a, what that, San Quentin? Was I remember it? that. Oh, I, I could try yeah. and find it again. They, yeah, I know you could. Uh, but anyway, they, they cleared up peptic ulcers, I think, in two weeks with these guys just drinking uh, cabbage juice. Uh, so uh, smoking certainly uh, relates to... Um, uh, indigestion in some cases, uh, obesity is a factor. Uh, the f many foods uh, that uh, come along with that, uh, you know, we've mentioned some of them. There are some remedies that can help digestion, <clears throat> you know, sim sometimes uh, using uh, simple uh, apple cider vinegar and water can be helpful uh, with digestion, uh, taking uh, before or directly after a meal. Uh, aloe juice uh, is, uh, is a great anti-inflammatory and um, can be helpful. Uh, some of them can have a laxative effect depending on the, the product. So uh, I think we have George's uh, distilled uh, aloe juice. Mentioned baking soda is a great remedy uh, for uh, as an antacid. Uh, ginger root, uh, you, you can get that in the grocery store and just make ginger tea if you'd like to do that. 
Uh, probiotics are really uh, can be helpful. Uh, the one I like the best is uh, Enterobiotic SBO, which st- SBO stands for soil-based organisms. Uh, the Enterobiotic has 14 different strains of uh, bacteria plus those soil-based organisms that can be very helpful in, in digestion. Uh, the thing I didn't m- mention, you know, I mentioned uh, eating good food and digestion absorption. Uh, you got to make sure you've got uh, the elimination of waste down. So if you're not uh, having uh, daily bowel movements, then that's a problem. So that that's, that's part of that, that whole picture. Mentioned before, you know, some of the, uh, the supplements that, uh, you know, in terms of the enzymes, some people have used uh, the herbs, uh, slippery elm bark in a, in a tea, uh, as an example. Uh, fermented foods, all of these can play a role. Um, the other thing I, I would mention, um, you know, we talked about B12 being an issue. So B12 is really important uh, in many ways, and, and it's not just B12, but it's all the B vitamins. But uh, when you have uh, an, an issue where you're not getting B12, some people are associated that with the energy. Uh, you may associate it with getting a shot of uh, B12 uh, once a month. Uh, so, you know, the best way, obviously, to get <coughs> vitamins, if you can, is through your food, but most people are not uh, going to do that. Um, so uh, the B vitamins are important for nerve function, uh, blood cells, uh, DNA repair, Helps recycle the uh, uh, homocysteine, which I mentioned earlier is a cardiovascular problem, along with uh, uh, you, you need B6 and, and folate. And uh, for many people, it's important to take uh, the methylated form of these B vitamins because many people cannot <coughs> metabolize them to that active form in the B12. Need a sip of water here. So um, there are other prescription, <coughs> pardon, medication that deplete B12. One of the most common ones is metformin for diabetes. It, it can cause a B12 deficiency. You know, there are, a lot of people don't realize there are drugs that either block <coughs> absorption of nutrients or deplete them and that can contribute to disease states uh, any antacids as we mentioned before uh, antibiotics can can interfere with b12 uh, the uh, mini cycling or doxycycline uh, one of the more common ones is uh, azithromax um, that that also can uh, interfere with B12 absorption. So uh, a lot of uh, medications can tr- contribute to that. But you know what? What we you know, it's really important to have B12 for uh, tissue repair uh, and, and nerve function. Uh, of course, you, we associate sometimes. Uh, peripheral neuropathy in diabetics with uh, 
B vitamin deficiency. There's there's more to it than that, obviously, uh, but uh, it, it's it's pretty pretty important to look at, particularly related to your immune function. So, uh, in in this day and age, and as people are uh, seem to be getting sick, uh, real important to get maybe get a B vitamin supplement. Uh, but like I mentioned, get get one that's uh, methylated. When we come back, we're going to talk about one last aspect of this digestion thing related to uh, lectins. And if we get to it, we're going to talk about one more thing about our, our sometimes our lack of understanding about what's going on in the gut. Stay tuned. This is Health Talk. some relaxing music to uh, eat your food by. How about that? Uh, you know, music is, is can be really helpful in relaxation, you know, if you choose the right tunes. There's, there's entire YouTube channels dedicated to playing, like, soft music for you to relax to, and, like, if you're reading, background music, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, let me tell you, I, I had, uh, I, I went to a conference one time, and this lady was talking about... Uh, Particularly in uh, long-term care settings and in hospice, you know, they were they were creating music, you know, that that helped, uh, you know, the, the moods of of those environments, and it, I totally believe it. Oh yeah, yeah. music's wonderful. Yeah, I, I do. So you you found something uh, while while we were on break there about the cabbage juice. I did. This is a study uh, from 1949 about treating some patients normally with uh, the normal ulcer treatment, which no, I didn't read. What was the date again? 1940. It said it, it was published January 1949. Okay. So uh, it's it's a little old, but I figure it's it's still correct. <laughs> uh, so the the biggest thing that I saw to take from this. The patients with uh, the gastric ulcer who were treated with cabbage juice only had a 7.3-day he healing time compared with 42 days for six patients treated by standard therapy. It's like, that's like a whole month. Yeah, and that was probably, <coughs> pardon me, <clears throat> probably back when studies were really done to find out things. Are, are you saying they're not anymore? Hmm? Are you saying they're not anymore? No. They're, I, well, I, I, I can't say that universally, obviously, but I, I know that some drug studies are designed to validate that the, the drug works so they can sell it. That makes sense. You know, it gets back into uh, a lot of these studies are you cannot duplicate. <coughs> What that means is, if you, if I do a study, and you're using that as a citation, as a, as a truth for your, your next study, you know, there's layers and layers and layers of that. But there are some, there are studies out there I think that are, you know, not 
related to there's a matter of fact there's a lot of them not really related to uh, a drug therapy and some of them are really good and some of them are <laughs> silly <laughs> yeah. but it's okay so um, lectins uh, one last thing I on, on uh, digestion uh, lectins are uh, sugar binding plant proteins that attach to uh, cell membranes uh, they can be uh, pro-inflammatory uh, toxic increased blood viscosity or, or thickening the blood uh, so uh, some people are more sensitive to these uh, they can contribute to something uh, known as uh, leaky gut uh, and uh, it, it's basically <clears throat> an anti-nutrient and it can shift the the microbiome the, the bacteria in your gut uh, the, you know we think about uh, gluten and wheat uh, as being an issue but there's also a wheat germ, a gluten, uh, that uh, is really uh, associated with uh, autoimmune disorders. So, uh, you know, I go off on these tangents sometimes. I think about so many things, and, you know, one of the big autoimmune disorders is related to thyroid. Uh, so uh, wheat is really connected, uh, you know, particularly if you have uh, an issue with it to, uh, autoimmune type disorders, um, including thyroid. So it uh, these things uh, basically mimic the proteins in your uh, in your thyroid and joint spaces, and uh, so they can contribute to thyroid issues and rheumatoid arthritis. Um, so pretty much impossible to avoid all the lectins uh, out there. One big key is with beans is that you cook them in a pressure cooker. Uh, the Instapot is uh, pretty popular. You can do it with that. Or just a basic uh, pressure cooker. You can get small pressure cookers. Pardon me. I hit the mic there. Uh, and, and it really doesn't take that long to cook beans in a pressure cooker. You know, every time I used to try to cook them on the stove stop, I'd end up burning them because it takes too long. Uh, so high heat short periods of time once it once it gets to to pressure it's only about six minutes and you're done so uh, uh, that that's helpful uh, soaking the beans before you uh, you uh, cook them is really important rinsing the water uh, so uh, nightshade vegetables which include tomatoes potatoes eggplant peppers uh, have uh, issues with lectins for people that that are sensitive to them uh, but I, I think that the big thing on on the beans is for most people is you know if, if for those that eat beans uh, in soups and things you know I always if I'm making a, uh, a vegetable soup and I'm using beans I always cook them pre-cook them in the pressure cooker before I put them in my soup uh, you definitely don't want to eat them uh, raw or undercooked. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, also uh, potato skins have a lot of lectins in them, and uh, I, I kind of like potato skins. And we used to we were told that was where a lot of the, the nutrition was and the vitamins. But uh, it could could be could be an issue. Uh, how much time we have, Jay? 
sitting at just about five minutes. Okay, good. So, um, the last thing I'll talk about, we're going to leave the digestive area and talk about mitochondrial uh, dysfunction. I found this in the uh, Epic Times. I, I like that uh, article, that uh, newspaper. But uh, they're, they're now saying a mitochondrial dysfunction is not dysfunction. And so we, you know, we've seen mitochondrial dysfunction, the, the energy-producing organelles of the cell, uh, that uh, in chronic disease, there's, there's an issue with that. We've seen it in people uh, that had long COVID, whether it was uh, they got it from the virus or the uh, uh, the shot, you know, in terms of uh, e- either way. But but it kind of uh, made me think about this in terms of uh, their concept was that mitochondrial dysfunction could be a sign of healing. And so it's a process when the, when the body uh, gets under stress, uh, you know, when you're bottle, uh, battling uh, a chronic disease, mitochondria produce less energy. Uh, they become inflamed as well. And, and so you, you get uh, fatigue, and, and so the body is responding to this uh, inflammation and oxidative stress. And then we call it mitochondrial dysfunction. We try to support the body in ways with maybe nutrients, like we've used mitocaps, and that helps some people. Uh, but it, we're still not really sometimes dealing with the underlying cause of that. And, and so it, it's just kind of an interesting thing to me uh, that it's uh, maybe not breaking down, but it's a, a, a response that's essential to healing. And once you change the environment or you, you, you deal with whatever the, the problem is, which is what we uh, call a concept of body terrain, you improve the terrain and the body heals itself. That's a big concept right there. It's, it's, it's I think, a very important concept. And, and uh, changing the terrain can happen with simply just rehydrating properly and changing your diet and getting your digestive right. Every time you do stuff like that, you change the body's terrain, and then the body can heal itself. You know, we you know we we can't really force that uh, that concept. So um, the, another theory also related to mitochondria is that. Uh, you know, they become inflamed uh, at the beginning of, of an infection or an injury or toxic exposure. Toxic exposure can be uh, another big issue. And, and uh, I'm probably not going to be able to fi- finish this, but uh, injured uh, cells heal themselves in three phases. Uh, and, and they've actually missed a few phases here, but uh, part of that is the inflammatory stage uh, uh proliferation can't talk here and uh, differentiation so the the whole body process of of healing and and disease uh, it actually starts with uh, excretion 
which was outlined in, in the, the 1940s uh, by German Dr. Uh, Reykjavik, I believe was his name. So uh, we're going to talk about that another time. We're, we're coming up on our end of the show thing. But uh, just keep in mind, you know, there, there are reasons that we become sick. Uh, you can improve your health. You, you know, it's important that uh, you take care of yourself. And there, there's there's just things to do that, that can uh, improve your position. Can't tell you how much it'll improve, but when you're uh, trying to do the right thing and uh, make changes, that's where it's at. Come see us at Lowry Drug. This is Fred Lowry. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you, Joe, for being here. This is Health Talk.